Hi, this is Jed Drew, just coming out to kick some goals with the Armchair Champions. Welcome to the Armchair Champions podcast, your midweek sports fix and barroom banter with your hosts, Captain, Crackers, Sheriff, Unit and Viper. G'day champions and welcome to another episode of your midweek sports fix. We are the armchair champions. Uh, champions, I'll tell you what, once again a massive thank you to everyone who tuned into last week's show with Mitch Barnett for the New Zealand Warriors. We had a lot of good feedback and then surprisingly a lot of us from actually Penrith fans too. Just congratulating Mitch on how raw and honest he was and he, he owned everything, you know, as you listen to it, you know, he's not running and hiding. So um, yeah, once again, big thank you to Mitch Barnett. Hope you have a good season over there in the Warriors, mate, because um, I'll tell you what, you're looking bloody good. But champions, um, this week, once again, we have not disappointed. We've got another good guest coming up. This time we're diving into the A-League and we've got a young up-and-comer from the MacArthur FC football team, Jed Drew, coming on. And um, if you haven't heard about Jed, have a look at him, mate, because i tell you what, he's just made the under-20 Australian squad and he's just about to fly out overseas to represent Australia. This kid has a big future. And the name, you might know the name, his old man's a very famous rugby league player if you do your research and look him up as well. But um, let's introduce the panel straight away. And it's a bit of a weird one because we did have to interview Jed earlier in the week. So um, the regular crowd's not here, but you might know these dulcet tones from another podcast, Flick the Switch Show. How are you, Beck? Hey, champions. How is everybody today? I'm the ring-in for this week. <laughs> <laughs> You'll fit right in. You're a sport buff. We all know it. So um, jump in any time and uh, looking forward to hearing. We're going to hand out the Jordan and half moments for the week, so mm-hmm. we look forward to see what you've got there. But um, champions, please like, share and subscribe. We're on socials. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. You can follow our website, www.armchairchampions.com.au as well. But um, Champions also, the NRL footy tipping comp's about to launch again for this season. Congratulations to James Hill who took out the uh, 500 cash last year. And, um, mate, let's see if you can go back to back. But um, I tip footing. We will put the link up on our socials. Jump in. It's free to enter. It's a bit of fun. There's prizes for first, second and third. And anybody can join. Yeah, exactly. Even if you don't know much about the NRL. I mean, I came midway on the NFL eye tipping that's just finished. Yeah. And, you know, if I can do it, anyone can. Anyone can. <laughs> <laughs> they can on it. It's a bit of fun. Just remember, every Thursday, put your tips in and uh, good luck. Yeah, see how you go. That's for sure. Um, all right. Well, now, thanks to National Locksmiths, who are securing your world, let's hand out the Jordan and half moments for the week. And we have to mention, because it is Jordan, that it was MJ's birthday this week. Yes. Yes, it was. Thanks to one of your boys reminding us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, asking us if we were going to uh, salute him in some way. In some way. Well, there's your salute. And then I believe you also donated $10 million to a charity over in America. So, um, Wow. Happy know, birthday to him. We do know he's, he's worth a squillion, but, yeah, that's a very mm. kind gesture. So well done, MJ. And that, that in itself is a Jordan Award, and uh, yeah. that's what you're all about. Excellent stuff. So, Happy birthday to the goat. Yes, definitely the goat. Two <laughs> three-peats. Where's that LeBron? Exactly. <laughs> what kids are going out there going, I want a pair of LeBrons? No. No one. They want the Nike Airs. They want Currys more than LeBrons. Yeah, well, that's true too. Yeah, Currys start to make a bit of an impact there. Mm-hmm. 
All right, well, let's dive into your Jordan of the Week. What do you got, Beck? Who's your Jordan? Uh, I went back and forth with a few, to be honest, but I think I'm going to give it to the Volk. Yeah, Volkanovski. Mr. Alex Volkanovski. Now, I think he got robbed. Yeah. It was an amazing fight. Yeah, we did watch it. For those that don't know, I'm a little bit of a fan of watching the UFC. I yell at the TV a lot. (laughs) But, I mean, I think it was an amazing matchup. It was UFC 284, correct me if I'm wrong, in Perth. So it was a local one, but I, yeah, I think he won three of the five rounds. Yeah, I reckon he won the second, the third, and the fifth. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of debate over it, and and that's the stupid thing about it is he went up a division, he's gone for the champ-champ status. Mm -hmm. Um, He went up a weight, yep. Yeah, and and Islam only just got the the belt, so Islam didn't really have to take that fight either, but Mm -hmm. he wants to be pound for pound number one in the world. Yeah, exactly. I think they're on par at the moment. Well, rankings came out recently, and um, no, Volk has still got number one. Ah, so he should. So there you go, but there's a lot of uh, debate about this fight and the fact that when Islam took him down, he didn't control him. He just sort of sat there. He didn't do anything. He didn't try to choke him or, no, you know, he no. didn't try to submit him. He just well, sort of – Volk was smiling and, you know, flexing his biceps to the crowd yeah. in the first <laughs> round. Like he won three quarters of that first round. Okay, yeah. the last quarter he spent nearly two minutes he got knocked up down. against, yeah. you know, the cage – basically waving and laughing. And I think it was a little bit of a breather for both of them just yeah. to say, yeah, we'll go to round two and get it on. But, yep. yeah, you're right. I don't think there's enough emphasis put on points for defence. Yeah, because he but, got up every time. Yeah, if you get taken down, if you get out of it straight away, I think you should almost get as many points as you do for the takedown. Yeah. But if you're taken down and obviously put in a submission and, you know, saved by the bell, then – so be it. But in that fight, he was taken down and got out of it every single time. Yeah, that's right. And he went toe-to-toe with him. And, and that's the first time Islam's gone five rounds. So the yeah, vault did true. push him. And nothing – I'm not taking anything away from Islam. He is an amazing fighter, up-and-comer, great wrestler, but well, I don't think he pipped him on the day. There's a uh, a bit of a brouhaha rising in the UFC. Um, there's an allegation that Dan Hooker came out, who's in Volkanovski's team, uh, the Kiwi um, – the hangman hooker. Oh, yeah. Bloody good fighter in, in himself too. Um, there's an allegation that after the weigh-ins, Islam took a substance to make himself, um, what would you say, oh, oh, get better pretty quick. <laughs> you know, oh. Get everything back in his body and get him right, uh, rehabilitate a lot easier because – A um, performance-enhancing yeah. substance or like a recreational substance? No, no, performance-enhancing. And uh, Asada oh. are pro- apparently looking into it. Because there was a photo too before it with a mark on his uh, forearm that looked like a needle had gone into his arm. It was bruised where a needle would normally go in, like a drip or a, something oh, like okay. that. So they're saying that he, he was quick to Well, he might have just gotten rehabilitate. a B-shot or something. Yeah, so there's a bit of a cloud there and apparently I started looking into it. So if, if it's found mm. to be proven guilty, he's uh, on the sidelines for a very long time. Well, let's hope it's not the same testing association that tested Peter Bowl because yeah. anything could happen. <laughs> I mean, that's a stink fest too in <laughs> itself. I mean, how do you go from getting a one test positive to getting a second one? Oh, we're not too sure. It's not positive and it's not negative. We're just going to sit on the line. It's atypical. Well, what the fuck is that? Now, what is... <laughs> Uh, what is that even? The integrity unit has come out and said, no, it's not negative, but no, it's not positive. It's atypical. Can someone explain this? Because if you have been subjected to testing before, it's either positive, negative, or false, positive, false, yeah. negative. I don't even know what atypical means. That's their job to be doing this. Exactly. Like, how good is your testing? Oh, well, 
I mean, you're ruining careers here. You either you either ruin them or you make them. And mm. this poor kid now, he's been dragged through the ringer. Yeah, he's missed out on the Young Australian of the Year. Mm-hmm. He's had to pull out of that. Um, he's always declared his innocence. Yeah. So how do you get one that's clearly positive and the other one was like, oh, oh shit, no, you do it. No, no, you do it. Oh, fuck, I don't know. But see, it was announced as negative and then they come out and made the statement. No, yeah, it's not negative. How about you align before you release the results yeah. about what it actually get is? Get your shit together. Exactly. Literally. The best thing about that is his lawyer, though. It's oh, just come out yeah. swinging from New York or somewhere like that. He's gone and got a fancy lawyer. <laughs> Something happening over in little Australia. Well, let's go get the top dog from he the US. He's not taking any shit, I'll tell oh, you what. That's a Jordan itself right there. <laughs> it is. There you go. Honorary Jordan because it is his birthday to Peter Ball's lawyer. Yes, damn straight. <laughs> what about you, Captain? What's your Jordan for the week? Uh, well, if you were listening last week, we all did say that we're going to watch the NFL Super Bowl um, down at Mount Druitt there, the Sporting Globe. Uh, massive shout out to you guys at the Sporting Globe. Fantastic day. Thanks for hosting us. And to all the fans that turn up to watch as well, mate, that was a fantastic day. We all had a lot of fun. You do amazing buffalo wings. Yeah, that was sensational. That was um, huge. And, and one unit who we haven't seen in a very long time, apparently is still hungover as fuck. So, um, I hope he made it home. Yeah. <laughs> We're well, unsure. His car was parked out the front here till uh, about one o'clock the next day. So shout out to your unit. If someone finds him, please ring Crime Stoppers. We don't know where he is. <laughs> <laughs> his address is on his collar. Yeah. Send him home, Send please. him home, quick. <laughs> But, um, yeah, back to the Jordan. I'm going to give it to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, it's a very mean feat to win two Super Bowls within four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Mahomes was pretty much running around on one leg. And the boys did hit him bloody hard again in the second quarter where he had to go off and um, half time he, he got needled up. He got three needles to it. Yeah, um, yeah, which he said didn't tickle. Didn't tickle, yeah. And he's gone on and, and, and won the Super Bowl. Um, mm. It's a bloody good feat. Uh, Kelsey, too, had a fantastic game. His oh, wide receivers had good yeah. games. It was a really good atmosphere for the team. And, the only um, one that didn't have the best game was the kicker. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Lucky they won by three oh, and didn't lose by three. He misses a field goal. I was like, what's going on there, Tiger? You have one job. One job. And that's a multi-million dollar job too. Oh, exactly. <laughs> you know, you can warm up for 25 minutes. Kick that everyone. ball between the fucking uprights. That's your job. <laughs> that's your only job. Uh, I mean, that could have been a half there. So uh, anyway, let's get into the half spec. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you got a half for this week? Who was hungover as fuck to you? Who acted that way? All right. Well, continuing with my theme of my Jordan with mm-hmm. the UFC, I have to give my half to that third judge. <laughs> he must have been Russian. That ranked that match Forty-nine, forty-six. Yeah, what was going on? I'm there? sorry, but I think he was distracted by Logan Paul being in the crowd. <laughs> Stop watching for a while. Turned around, and went, "Oh fuck, the rounds finished. Shit, I'll just give it to Islam." Yeah, yeah. Shit, what was happening there? <laughs> so, how did everyone else basically do it? Was it 47, 48, 47, 48, 47, 48, 47 and then forty-nine, forty-six? So we're talking even, even playing field or even octagon. And now all of a sudden someone's turned away for a bit, got distracted by the lights and gone, oh, shit, I'll just mark him down. Yeah. So I don't that know what happened. that is my but, yeah. half moment for the week or had one too many, oh, do I dare say drink worst? <laughs> yeah, well. Or had one too many great northern. Yeah, he could have been on the piss pretty hard, yeah, that's the for sure. The night before. He fell might, asleep for a little bit. He might have been in the crowd with Bam Bam having a shoey with a drink worst, who knows? Oh, uh, he geez. was sporting that bloody all fight. He had the drink worst can going. Yeah, that's my half moment for the week. Oh, very good. What about you, Captain? Who's your half hungover as fuck moment for this week? Yeah, well, this half moment probably go longer than the Australian cricket team did over in India in the first test. Um, longer than uh, Kawaja's innings. <laughs> oh, mate, what were you doing out there, son? I'm sorry, but I think 
It was hours and he went up maybe six runs. Yeah. I don't know what was going on there. 93 balls. I think he was trying to push for a draw, but there's still about three days left. I thought it was a joke, like maybe the feed, something had happened with the like televised feed had frozen, but apparently not. No, no, it was it was legit. <laughs> but I'm going to give it to the curators of that pitch. Um, I don't know what you guys were doing, but to produce a pitch like that and you've got one square right near the bloody wicket that's a lot shorter than the rest of it, I mean, the dead set looked like a fucking checkers board. You know, like I was waiting for a chess piece to come out. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, and it was definitely made for spinners. And we know we're in India and you sort of, you're going to get a spinner fest all day long. But oh, for sure. To help them out with a pitch like that, come on, man. Like, what is that shit? <laughs> it's like they were trying to do, uh, what did I hear this morning on the news? The checkerboard pattern from the MCG. Yeah. <laughs> they just did it really badly. I mean, that was more patchy than the beard on my face. I mean, it was just <laughs> fucking weird. You can't be doing that, guys. And now oh the second God. pitch is uh, they, they wouldn't let any media look at the second pitch before mm. it started. Oh, and then okay. again, Mitchell Stark come out going, oh, yeah, it's definitely made for spinners, this one. It's yeah. going to turn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know. All right, champions. Now, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, uh, we've got another special guest coming on today, and we're diving into the world of soccer. Um, if you've been into the A League this year, I'll tell you what, it's starting to heat up. And there's one guy in particular that's definitely been heating up for MacArthur FC. He's a young gun there, he's the right winger. Let's get him on for a bit of a chat. Welcome to the Armchair Champions, Jed Drew. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem, mate. Um, geez, you're only young and, and you're setting the world on fire there over at MacArthur. Um, you debuted last year in October. What, what was the feeling like, mate? Was it just like, oh, man, these dreams are starting to come true? Yeah, it's just it's pretty surreal, quickly, to be honest. Just debuting late last year and now just being in the squad every week, starting quite regularly. It's just, yeah, it's quite surreal. Just trying to soak it all in still, to be honest. Yeah. So you got a you got a starting spot on the on the right wing, Jed. You must be pretty quick. Yeah, it's good. I'm just trying to use my speed down the wing there, cause some chaos to defenders. Yeah, I'm just I'm loving it and I'm learning every week from it. Yeah, nice. You've got to be bloody quick these days to dodge those flares they're getting from too. Fucking <laughs> yeah. hell. Got to watch out for them, yeah. And a bucket. My cop a bucket today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're on that. What, is that like your worst nightmare? You sit there going, shit, what would you do if you were in that situation? Like, oh, I'd be packing darkies. <laughs> I wouldn't be too oh, I would have just- yeah, I would have just ran in the first place. To, you know, as soon as I saw him coming, I would have turned around and ran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mate, um, you scored your first goal um, later on last year against the Central Coast Mariners. It actually ended up being the match winner too. Um, that would have been a pretty surreal feeling too. Like That, that would have been yep. an arriving moment for you. Like, fuck you, yeah, I belong here. Yeah, that was a very good moment. That was probably one of the best games of the season, to be honest. Like, we're up 2-0 and then gave away – a penalty and got it saved. It was just an up and down game, and then literally probably second last kick of the game on a counter attack and went and scored. It was just unbelievable, especially going into the World Cup break. Yeah, we definitely needed that result. So, uh, so Jed, how, how long have uh, have you signed up for with Macarthur? Um, so I just re-signed for another two years this week. So oh, nice. Yep. Yeah, so it's <laughs> there for another two years, which is. Very good because I'm loving it there, to be honest. Yeah. Is it more a case, too, of being loyal back to them, them showing some promise in you and you, you wanting to reward them as well one number two years? Yeah, I think just knowing that they believed in me to give me my first contract and I think I just want to repay them because I'm 
they're giving me the opportunity and I just want to show them that I'm good enough to be there. So so uh, is right wing, is, is that your uh, spot you'd like to play? Yeah, I think that's just the spot I'm trying to really keep for the rest of the season and for the next couple of years. I just want to make that mine and just yep. show everyone that it's going to be tough to take from me. Well, mate, you, you're definitely showing that you belong there. You, you've just been named in the under-20s Australian squad. And, mate, congratulations. That is a huge feat. And that's, what an honour. You get yeah. to represent yeah. your country at your age. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm just – that was probably the best news I've ever received, to be honest, just um, knowing that I have coaches believing in me, especially Australian coaches. And Yeah. Yeah, it's, get to go to the – Asian Cup and hopefully qualify for the World Cup. So you fly out on Monday. Uh, where are you going to? So what, what's the schedule like? Yeah, so fly out Monday to Uzbekistan. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're packing your own food or? <laughs> oh, man, I think I need to. Yeah, take ve- plenty of veggie, mate. Yeah. yeah. And then have a week training camp there to get used to how freezing it is over there right yeah. now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the Asian Cup starts straight after that. Jeez. So how many how many games in involved in that? Yeah, so we have the group stage, which is three games, and then hopefully we get out of the group stage, and then there's obviously quarterfinal, semi, and grand final. Yeah, and then right. on to the uh, World Cup if you win all that, or are you yeah, able so, to lose one to still make it? Or so top four of the whole tournament that qualify for the World Cup. Whoa, yeah, that'd be how great. Good that? How good would yes. that be? Yeah. Now, give yeah. us some other names that made that team. Like um, for us novices in the soccer field, you know, who's another good up and comer like yourself that's in that team that we should um, keep an eye out on? Well, there's another Blue Mountains boy from Macarthur, Alex Robinson. He's a goalkeeper. There you go. There you go. Mm. Yeah, he, he made it. Um, there's centre back from Mariners who's killing it, Nectar Triantis. He's a very solid centre back. I played with him growing up, yeah. and um. There's Aiden Simmons. I went to school with him. He's at Wanderers. He's been starting the last couple of weeks. So, oh, yeah, nice. there's heaps of boys in the A-League who are young and showing themselves, which is so good. Yeah, so uh, any uh, any real hot goal scorers that we uh, could probably put a bet on? Yeah, Jed Drew. Yeah, I think Jed Drew, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> you got to get in the middle there. Mate, uh, um, Wind your clock back to when you were a youngster. Um, now, a lot of our listeners, if you don't know, I mean, you've got a very famous father. He's, he's a very well-known real estate agent, apparently. But um, where yeah, did you get thinks- the passion from to play soccer instead of rugby league like your dad? Uh, well, I think because growing up in England, because obviously dad was playing over in the Super League, I just think growing up in England, every kid played soccer. Yeah. It'd be weird not to be playing over there. So I just felt it was – easy playing it growing up i was obsessed over in the uk and then when i came back over to australia i was just i didn't want to get rid of it so i just stuck with it and now this has all happened did your old man try any uh come on son come on let's play the league let's give it another go come on no no, not at all because he played soccer till he was about 17 and then he made the switch out of nowhere so he he loves soccer Mm. He loves soccer as well, and he's always backed me into doing it, which is definitely helps a lot. So, how old was the uh, last year? How old were you in the last year you played soccer over there? Um, I think we moved back to Australia when I was seven. Oh, so, right. okay, yeah, 
they were in a pro by then over there. <laughs> they kicking yeah. the ball in there too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. So who do you follow? I follow Huddersfield. We're in the championship, so that's yeah. where I grew up. And yeah, I've just always gone for them. They're struggling right now, but mm. always support them. I'll tell you who's going to be struggling real soon is um, Manchester City. Like, what, What's your take on what's happening over there? Yeah, it's confusing that. They just – there always seems to be saying – they're always trying to bag out Man City. I don't know what to believe with all that financial situation, but still, you always know they're going to be close to the title coming to the end of the season. But Yeah, they're pretty dominant. They have too much money. They don't. You don't know what to believe. Yeah, that's true. So, do you have uh, dual passport? No, I didn't get one, which obviously was annoying. But no, we didn't end up doing that. So we're claiming him as Australian, then. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Australian. I would always play for Australia if I wanted to. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, you just got a new shoe sponsor too, I believe. Yeah, it's just a little shoe sponsor. Just a local bloke. <laughs> who's just jumped on board. He's obviously he's a Blue, Blue Mountains bloke and he's just, yeah, hopped on board for the next year and he's just going to help me out with boots and everything. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, yeah. So th- there's nothing that the club turn around and say, no, 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 you must wear this brand or you must wear that. Like, we've got toys nah, on it. Just get your own, whatever you get. No, nah, obviously if the a sponsor ever went to the club, they would obviously maybe do that. But right now he's hopped on board, which is very Beautiful. good. So. No problem from the club for that. Excellent. Yeah, so it'd have to be um, pretty cool, you know, like you're, you're just starting out your career and uh, your, your club, MacArthur, is, is a brand-new club. Mm. On, they're on the road to, to great things and to be part of that, you know, you, you'd club. have to mm. be good, yeah. Yeah, it's very good knowing you can just see each year the club's getting so much better the more – obviously we're doing quite well for a new club as well. We've mm. already – on a trophy third year, yeah, having the club and yeah, I just think each year it's just getting way better. Obviously, I was in the MPL team last year, yep, and I'd come up train with the A League boys a bit. And I can just see the even difference from that to being full time this year. The club's just getting so much better, and there's a lot more support from the community out in Macarthur, and they're obviously showing us more support at games, and we just want to keep growing it each week and. The more results we're getting, they'll keep coming to watch. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, speaking of the A League, uh, you've played quite a few games now. What, what's the hardest team that you personally have come up against? And, and you thought, shit, yeah, they're, they're not bad. They're red hot. Oh, definitely Melbourne City a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, we got mm. pumped six one, and they were just six <laughs> oh, yeah, one in Melbourne, and they just were everywhere. You just get the ball, and you had nothing. They were just. Like bulldogs, they're running everywhere. Yeah, the doggies. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of that, are you Parramatta or are you a uh, Penrith Panther? No, I'm a Bunnies fan. How did that happen? <laughs> I, I, I thought dad, you might have pulled the rab- uh, the Raiders out from somewhere. I, I don't understand that, but nah, Rabbitohs. Dad, dad went for Rabbitohs, so I just went from there. Went for them. Oh, geez, I think your brother Harry might have something to say. I think he's an Eels boy, isn't he? He is. He is an Eels boy. <laughs> there you go, mate. Um, Who's the pranksters in the shed? Like, you always see some teams, they, they like to pick on the young kids. They say, all right, we've got to teach this kid what's right, what's wrong, and yeah. we show him the way. Um, one, have you had a good prank pulled on you? And two, who's the shit stirrer in the team? No, I haven't had a, like, prank pulled on me, but obviously there's a few. Obviously, being young, they try 
just get you to do everything. They try abuse the power a bit, which is, but they're all good boys. But <laughs> Daniel Azani, he is the biggest pest I've ever met. <laughs> he just doesn't. He just doesn't stop. Like, what's your signature seven, move? Oh, it's not even. He just doesn't stop talking. Like he's, <laughs> you rock up to training and he just starts at you straight away. Yeah, it'd be like and Jimmy just, Jimmy Maloney in the footy. Yeah, and he. He has like brings in water pistols into training, starts shooting us. <laughs> <laughs> we had Laurie McKinnon on, and he said when he first moved over to Australia uh, and started playing, that he said that was the first time he was introduced to a golden shower. He said he was in the shower getting water from the front, and his teammates came behind him and pissed on him. He said that oh, was the worst uh, prank that he'd ever had. So hopefully, time for uh, change. <laughs> yeah, the times is definitely there's definitely no, nothing like that anymore. It's just more like. <laughs> Just a, he's a big pest. He just doesn't know when to stop. And when you're out in the field, like soccer in particular, you get the passionate fans. Like you see them on TV, they're chanting, they've got the singing, they've got the drums. It, it turns into a pretty good bloody atmosphere. Um, have you heard any good sledging from any of the fans that you thought, yeah, I'll pay that, that's not too bad? Yeah, there's been a few. You just hear some random comments that you're just like, how are you coming up with this stuff? Like I've copped a few from especially the Mariners when they came to Campbelltown they had a good away fans and I was right next to them out on the right wing and they were just had a uh, loudspeaker straight into my ear just <laughs> going at me for the whole game but it's nothing they don't attack you too personally they're just yeah. causing a bit of it's just giving you a bit of a spray but it's pretty funny to be honest yeah, just a bit of a stick so yeah. um your training drills and all that, like um, moving from juniors up to seniors, what, what's the difference in the training um, schedules and, and stuff like that? Yeah, it's just obviously training way more. Probably have about one day off a week and then yep. just the intensity levels. You Obviously, you have to fit in the gym now and everything and then you have to be ready for game day and just quick. probably the quick turnovers into each game is the biggest thing to get used to, just knowing there's not a lot of – time to prepare each week you just have to be on the ball every week and get your body right so what what does a, a normal week for you look like you know what what sort of training uh it, it you've got your routines but what uh what things do you do on set days yeah so normally if we play so if say we play on like a saturday we'll normally have this we'll be in the sunday and the Monday we'll have recovery. And then we have Tuesday would be in tu- would have Tuesday off. And then obviously Wednesday, Thursday. Wednesday's normally a tough session, just getting your body up and going again. Just a bit of more intense stuff. And then normally now two days before the game is just more like shape, getting our structure right. Just more the training's not too intense. It's just now getting ready for each week, to be honest, knowing what we have to do when the games get going. Okay, so so um, do, you, do you do, uh, oh, say, like uh, you, you look at each team that you're playing and uh, the strengths and the weaknesses and uh, where, where you can attack, where uh, what you've got to defend? Do you look at that? Yeah, definitely. Um, do a video session each week on the teams and just see what, their structures like see what we can target their weaknesses always looking at what defenders normally their weakest and you just always try 
target them and then you'll hopefully get something out of it. So growing up as a kid, um, you, you must have had a role model that you looked up to and, and built your game on and thought, you know, I want to be like him. Um, who were your inspirations growing up in the soccer game? Oh, in the soccer game. That's, obviously, there's like the Lionel Messi's and all that, but they're just different level. But um, I think someone like um, – I try to always just look at some wingers who I thought I wanted to be like, and that was like Neymar yeah. stuff mm. like I'd be creative. And you just – as a winger especially, you always have to try create stuff out of nothing sometimes. So I think just plays like that really helped you just – bring it into my game, I feel like that's what I'm trying to do. Did you look at any player when you went on the field and, and get that sort of moment you went, oh, my God, shit, that's him? <laughs> yeah, the, oh, there's a few. I think, honestly, one from my team, like Craig Noon, who plays in my team, he, yep. like, he's played in the Premier League, the Championship over in the UK. He's, like, very well known. He's probably, honestly, one of the biggest in the league. He's, he's a winger as well, and he's just helping me so much he's so positive with me and yeah he's definitely a big name and when I first started training and playing with him I was just in a bit of shock to be honest yeah yeah be. so you know like playing on the right wing you're going to be taking flashing down the down the sideline and and using your right foot to to get the ball into the center but can you use both feet as equally as well yeah I think that's one of my biggest strengths honestly knowing I can cutting on to my left foot and having the strength to use both. I think a lot of coaches have noticed that and they yep. the strength it can be and it really hurts a lot of teams knowing a winger can use both feet and it definitely helps me a lot. Yeah, yeah, you can you can see where, you know, if you if you can use your left foot almost as good as your right, you you're not reliant and the, the defence isn't attacking you from the same side. Yeah, yeah, it helps. It's just hard for defenders. It's unpredictable, really. Yeah, yep. So put your thinking cap on. Jed Drew in five years' time, where would you like to be? What are your goals? Wow, five years' time. So I've thought about this. I was thinking 2026 World Cup, mm-hmm. 24. So I was nice. on one of my biggest aims to be at that next World Cup. Yep. And then hopefully to be just overseas somewhere playing at a top level, like obviously one of the top five leagues like England or Spain or something like that. Obviously, that's one of the biggest goals. But my biggest aim right now is that next World Cup. I feel like just the next few years are super important for me, especially this Young Socceroos tournament. And I think just making a name for myself over here in the next couple of years is the most important thing. And then it just gets your name out everywhere to be honest so if you can if you can make it to the next world cup just thinking ahead for the punters we'd like to get on you to score at least one goal for australia you know while you're there so <laughs> oh, that shouldn't be too hard should it <laughs> in the world cup no, <laughs> no i'll hop on it now to be honest i feel like <laughs> the easy mark. Yeah. No, but yeah i feel like that's Definitely the main goal to be at that next World Cup. It would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, outstanding, mate. Um, 
I know your time is precious. I know you've got to go to work, so we, we won't hold you up. But um, once again, mate, congratulations on making the Australian squad. You, you're definitely already starting to make a name for yourself, you know, and you've done some bloody good things in the game so far in such a short career. Yeah. Uh, and, and the sky's the limits. I mean, making the Australian squad, you're going over there, you, you've got talent, everyone's sort of talking about you and um, just signing another two-year deal and showing that the club sees something in you as well. So, mate, hats off to you. Congratulations. Go over there and kick some ass, will you? Yeah, thank you. It's thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it, and just yeah, hopefully I can do something with all this. And yeah, thanks for having me on. Ah, any time, mate. You're welcome. Any time you want to come on. Once again, thank you, Jed Drew. Yes, thanks, mate. Thanks for that. All right, once again, thank you, Jed Drew, mate. Sensational chat there. And um, as I said, champions, mate, look this kid up. He, you know, he's just resigned another two years with MacArthur FC. He's got a Big, bright future. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to go over there to do the World Cup. I mean, that's an experience in itself, but um, the kid's got talent. He can he can kick it with left and right foot. He, he's he's not opposed to any of it. He's bloody good at it. So, uh, mate. We're talking football, soccer here. Yeah, soccer exactly. He, he's definitely going to be a name to watch in the A-League. So keep an eye on Jed Drew, everyone. And, um, yeah, mate, fingers crossed everything goes to plan over there. And, yeah, go score that goal for the armchair champions, mate. Well, let's see it. That, that'll be bloody <laughs> awesome. Shout out when you do. Yeah. Now, um, let's have a bit of a chat about the Super Bowl. Let's go into it a little bit more. Um, as we mentioned earlier, it did get a, a Jordan Award for the Kansas City Chiefs winning. But mm-hmm. I think another half award probably needs to go to the halftime show. Yeah. Oh, there's so much to talk about in the Super Bowl. I feel bad dragging Riri, but – Honestly, it was very disappointing. It didn't really shine bright like a diamond. No, it didn't. I was waiting for her to come out with a bit of an SNN, the whips and chains, excitement, and fucking yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah a bit bring of out Drake and ponder replay, a bit of don't stop the music. Yeah. I don't know. She just sang her not hits. She sort of made it more about trying to show the world she was pregnant. Yeah, we get it, Riri. Yeah, we After could see it. After half the world, me being one of them, realised it wasn't just leftovers from the nine-month-old baby. It yeah. was another baby. <laughs> and you didn't just have a pasta bowl dish. Well, no, like someone And, and you kept holding it. You know, like we, we got the, we got the idea. Or cheeseburger, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. It felt like the um, – First act to the halftime show. It did, didn't it? It was like a warm-up act. I was sitting there mm. after it going, is that it? And she didn't bring anyone out, which I think was the most disappointing That was thing. weird. Because you had Drake in the crowd. Her partner is ASAP Rocky. And LeBron. A- you could have got LeBron. He yeah. can, apparently can do <laughs> everything these days. You had Adele sitting there like she was part of the royal family. Yeah, Adele was there, yeah. yeah. You know, you could have brought anybody out, yet you didn't. And it was just underwhelming. I don't know. I kept waiting for that moment. And it never happened. No, it just didn't go there, did it? No, it didn't. Like I went to the bar, I went to the toilet. and I <laughs> Come back and it's still going. So still what the fuck? <laughs> Who else is coming out? No, that's it. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, I mean, the memes are going around. It's it's pretty funny watching some of the, the memes. Rob Shahade, if you follow him on Instagram, did a very funny one there as well and um, it made me laugh. But, um we did a poll, fans, as you know, and um, champions. It was on the Instagram page. Were you a fan of the halftime show, or weren't you? Now, a whopping sixty-eight percent were not a fan. Wow, because uh, we thought potentially yeah. it was the sound. Like the Sporting Globe was amazing, but I must admit the halftime uh, sound in the yeah, bar—it was really, good. you know, busy. It was pumping. We couldn't. Well, hear everyone it. was talking. That just shows you no one was watching it. Yeah, well, true, <laughs> right? No one was kind of uh, engrossed in watching Riri shake a thing, which she didn't really do. No. I guess she's preggers, but she's known for that. Well, she was doing a few sort of moves behind there. She's going, come on, boy, come get it. I'm thinking, yeah, now we're going to get in SNM. 
Yeah. It didn't happen. So disappointing. Bloody hell. Lift your game. So disappointing. But, I mean, they were saying that's the second time she's been on in five years. I'm sort of sitting there going. Is it? Why? Yeah, so I'm not too sure. I don't remember her first show, so that just tells you how good her second show was. Yeah, well, after last year, we were spoiled. You know, we had mm. we had the A-listers, you we know. We six for the price Snoop of one Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, 50 Cent. Mary J. Blige, Kendrick. Kendrick, yeah, it was, that was a show. Yeah, and then you had Anderson Park, you know, doing the music as well. Yeah, it was just so good. And then this one, it was like, oh, but it's a floating Stage in the sky. Yeah. Who the only person cares? she brought out was her baby and rudely they didn't even get involved. No, no that's right. <laughs> uh, on the game itself, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, shout out to the Aussie boy. Um, Jordan Malato. Yeah. He I had don't a, know if I said that right. Yeah, he had a fantastic game. Um, I don't know, know if we can give another Jordan out, but I think he deserves a partial Jordan because Jalen Hurts wasn't touched the entire game. Yeah, well, Jalen Hurts did his job. Mm. steering it around, but um, Jordan was just phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, that's literally his role is to protect the quarterback and, you know, he might be moving to Kansas City because Mahomes needs a bit more protection. It looks like he does, yeah. Mm. (laughs) But um, I sort of think Philly might have blown that. Um, Oh, for sure. They lost it. Kansas didn't win it. Nah, they were up by 10 points and they were looking like the team going at half time that was going to go on with it. And then... All of a sudden, you've got two defensive touchdowns run against bloody Philly. Yeah. And the Chiefs go with a four-point lead. There was some odd things in that game. Now, I know we're used to games where you want to score as many points as possible. But in the NFL, it's a little bit more strategic with the clock. Yeah. So there was a few interesting plays in that game where, you know, I think Philly got the ball right near the line and stepped out as opposed to – you know, getting a touch, Running it in, yeah. He shit himself, didn't realise he was so close to the end zone. <laughs> and then Kansas City also let a touchdown go just to run the clock down from yeah. kind of two minutes to eight seconds. So it's very strategic, but it's also very frustrating to watch. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, Jalen Hurts, he gets three touchdowns. His passing game was on song. A lot of people said, look, he should have got the MVP for the game. Oh, I agree. Um, phenomenal game. Unfortunately, I think what happened there was his three touchdowns were rushing. He was only about five yards out or a yard out, easily done. Um, whereas you got Mahomes the other way, throwing balls around and touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah, true. That's probably why they went that way. And it, I agree you shouldn't give the best on ground to a losing team. Yeah. I just don't like that. I mean, I what are you going to do, rare. stick him up on, up on the podium in the middle of all the winners and, <laughs> hey, here you go, and, you know. <laughs> I mean, Schuster did that on bloody um, Instagram. He, he put a Valentine's tweet out to one of the Eagles players <laughs> saying, mate, you can hold me all day long if you like. And he got absolutely slammed for it. Everyone's like, oh, you weak dog, how dare you? You know, you're, you're attacking the bloody losers of the Super Bowl. That's real poor taste. So oh, it's just God. a fucking joke, man. <laughs> it's like the guy that hung up on Drake because he was complimenting, complimenting him so much. He freaked him out. <laughs> yeah, you've got a sexy voice. And then, uh, Drake, Drake, you still there, Drake? Uh, but anyway, up and onwards next year. Philly, I think you'll be there again. You've got a very good young team. As I said, um, the Aussie boy Jordan, mate, he, he's, he's rock solid there for Hertz. Uh, Hertz is only young too, so. And what about Kansas, Captain? Yeah, well, mate, the same thing because that's the second and four years for Mahomes. Mm. He's only young too. He's only about 25, 26 or something. Um, yeah. he, so he's got potential ahead of him for a lot more Super Bowls. Well, if Tom Brady's anything to go by, he's going to have 15, 20 yeah. years in his belt. <laughs> I don't think he'll beat Tom somehow. I, don't, I think Tom will hold that GOAT status for a while, but um, I think he'll go close. I reckon you, you might see Patty Mahomes, he'll probably win about four, I reckon, four or five, but I don't yeah. think he'll get the seven. 
And he's quite a humble guy. Yeah, yeah, for Kermit the Frog sounding bloke. <laughs> the Muppet, as you call him. <laughs> Pass it, you Muppet. Oh, sorry, you are Kermit. <laughs> now let's get on to uh, the NBL. Uh, back, I'll tell you what, it's heating up. We're in the, deep into the finals. Uh, the Sydney Kinkies, as I like to call them. Um, Sydney Kinkies? Yes, they're one all. One all against Cairns Taipans. Yep. Uh, surely they can go through and do it again. Oh, you'd bloody hope so. Like, no offence, but if you're going to get beaten by Cairns, you may as well get beaten by Tasmania. Well, speaking of the Jack <laughs> the Jumpers, jumps, the they're, jumps they're looking well. to go in their second grand final as well. Exactly. In two years. Yeah, um, and they're one or two against the Breakers, so they New are. Zealand. Yeah, I don't know. I think New Zealand lost that as well, to be honest. Yeah, I think you're right. We're that watching a bit, bit of that silly. game. Yes. Uh, the Kings, I don't know how they got beaten by the Cairns, Taipans again. I mean, they looked pretty dominant in the, in the first game, but they blew the second. Mm. But it's back down the third game down here at Kudos Arena. So home crowd, you'd like to think it might go Kings, probably Breakers. You would hope so. So who's your call for the grand final? Well, that's it. I think it'll be Kings and Breakers. Oh, New Zealand. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. You're throwing Tassie under the bus. Yeah, I think Tassie, uh, they might have won their grand final last game. Oh, you got to give them something. Yeah, well, they were there last year. Yeah, but they didn't win. No, well, that's their something. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you guys. Better luck next year. Sorry, Tassie. I think I think the Kings go on and do it. Yeah. Uh, another game that's coming on in sport locally, champions, is the World Club Challenge in the NRL. Uh, the Mighty Penrith Panthers, as, as if you're listening uh, a couple of weeks back when we had Ivan Cleary on, um, they are playing St. Helens at Penrith Park. Now, I feel a little sorry for the St. Helens football team. Is it because they're going up against the Panthers or because Penrith's strategy is to turn the heat up so exactly. much? Exactly. Now, they come from England <laughs> and it's winter they're over there. It's going to melt them. <laughs> I mean, the hottest it gets over there is probably 22 degrees. <laughs> well, I mean, they do have heat waves, but during a heat wave, every fan sells out. People pass out in the se- street and True. on the subway. Uh, how are they going to go? It's going to probably be close to bloody 40 degrees out there. Oh, for sure. And Even at 8 p.m. when the game kicks off. They're poor, white, pasty skin. <laughs> There's going to be a sunstroke. There's going to be people fainting. There's, there's going, going to be, be sunburn. There's going to be sunburn. There'll be peeling. There's going to be drink breaks every two minutes. They're going to need it. Well, someone also uh, joked that they'll probably put some like sprinklers overhead. <laughs> those those misters. water. <laughs> those mystifiers. Yeah. Like you know the um, the bushfire Elvis. They're oh, they're just dropping, dropping. water down. Yes. On them. <laughs> Trying to keep them cool. We might get the Boeing fly over and just dump a big uh, big lot of water over it. I tell you what, they're going to need something because Penrith's turning up the heat. And just on the paddock too, they'll be turning it up. I'm predicting thirty plus. I don't see Saint Helens getting near them. They only just beat plus. bloody. Well, they only just beat Saint George in a trial match recently. Yeah, but that's Saint George. Yeah, well, it just sells you something. Saints versus Saints, but oh, no, I just think George. Penrith go right through them like a bad curry. Oh, I just don't think they're going to get close to them. You think they're going to play, um, you know, their first string team? Not like last. Well, they week. have, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only one that's sort of missing is um, Dylan Edwards, who's got a bit of a hamstring strain. He'll be right for round one, mm-hmm. and also Liam Martin with his shoulder. They're going to rest him. Uh, there's no need to play him because. Realistically, they've got enough depth to cover it. Yeah. Crichton's going to full back, so he takes care of that. And, you know, Garner came over from the Tigers earlier on, so he'll take Martin's spot. So mm-hmm. uh, Penrith looking red hot again for another ripping season. And as we said to Ivan Cleary, three-peat's got a nice ring to it, hasn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, champion, talking about special guests like that, um, as I said, we, we have started this year off with a bang for season six. Ivan Cleary, Mitch Barnett. Jed Drew. Next week, champions, we've got Paige Hadley, friend of the show, 
Sydney Swift and Australian Diamond coming on for a chat. Oh, nice. Always good to catch up with Paige. And she's had a bloody good last year. So mm. um, lots of experiences over there with the Australian Diamond. So we're going to have a chat to her about that and, and, and where the Sydney Swifts are looking to go this year. Obviously try to win it. Well, New South Wales Swift, sorry. Mm-hmm. But um, she's always good fun too, Paige. She's a good sport. So look out for that one too, Champions. That will be dropping next week. And we're looking forward to having a chat with Paige. Yeah, and if you've missed them, go back and have a listen because, uh, yeah, the chats have been great. You've kicked the year off with a bang, Ivan Cleary. Our aim is to please, (laughs) if we can. Just on the podcast? (laughs) In life, generally. Uh, Now, Champions, as mentioned, please look out for the iTip footy tipping competition. Uh, NRL, have some fun there, have some banter. Please like, subscribe and share the podcast all around as um, Sheriff is overseas doing the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys uh, tour. 40 bucks, I like that. Well done, Sheriff. But um, please share it around, as you would say, you know, invite your friends, invite your mums and tell Sheriff he said hi. Uh, Plenty of upcoming guests that you're really going to like, so we'll keep those a secret for now, but the the guests are going to keep on rolling. But in the meantime, please share the podcast around. We're going to have some apparel coming out shortly too. We've got the hats, we've got the beer coolers. Might do a few T-shirts and throw them out there as well. So keep an eye on the website, www.armchairchampions.com.au, as to where you can get that hookup. And um, as always, champions, it's been a pleasure. Once again, thank you to Jed Drew for coming on. It was a fantastic chat. Thank you very much, Beck, for stepping in on the mic. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. And um, as always, keep your balls between the lines. (laughs) Bye, champions. Bye, champions.